1: Which player are we the most excited to see during the preseason? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast.
2: You are locked on Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network. Your team every day.
1: Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That is linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Alana McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, the Dallas Cowboys play a preseason football game on Saturday. It it feel, I can't believe the offseason is now like officially officially over. But before we talk about the players that we're excited to see,
0: how how should we kind of digest preseason? Yeah, and the, listen. First of all, I, I'm as excited as anybody to see tackle football, as I will call it, uh, back on the menu. Right? Because up until now, even in training camp, when you've got pads on, it's a, it's a it's a pad. It's a it's a a pop and a hit, and then that's the end of the play. No one's being taken down to the ground on purpose. There may be some overzealous young players that are, are enjoying it too much, but but on purpose, no one's being taken to the ground. This is different in the preseason. But I, I think Marcus brings up a very good point: is that we all get super excited football's back and here's a preseason game. And and this is what this is, but we need to remember, you know, what the priorities are of the teams that are playing in these games, because this is not a regular game and not, and and I obviously, I mean that in the sense that the starters aren't playing, but I I think people need to remember when they're watching the game, that the the goal of of a regular season game is to win the game at all costs. That is definitely not the case in the preseason game. Would they like to win the game? Sure, that would be a great bonus. The most important thing in this game, A, is that no one gets hurt. (laughs) The the second most important thing is is that, B, you get an opportunity to evaluate the players that you have on your roster against another roster. And and what that means is that sometimes you're going to call plays that are about seeing a player do a specific task versus another defense more than it is about – getting the first down or yeah. getting the touchdown or, you know what I'm saying? So, well,
1: I think a good example of this is like, and I, I promise you'll see this tomorrow. There'll be like a fourth and one, but that's a very, the Mike McCarthy would probably go for it in almost any other circumstance, but the Cowboys might punt or they might kick a field goal just to see, Hey, how yeah. does that field goal operation look with the new kicker? Hey, how do our gunners look like, that's the kind of
0: stuff that really matters coming out of these games, and that's a, a perfect example because that's exactly what the Cowboys are going to likely want to see with Aubrey. Right? They've got one kicker now. They're probably going to set up situations for him to have the opportunity to go out there and, and make kicks. So, yeah. uh, don't feel like you know you're 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 disappointed with how non-aggressive the the offense is, or or thinking that you can glean play-calling tendencies based on this preseason game. That's no. just not the case. No. The priority is, as we said it, right? No one gets hurt. Rule one, you, you evaluate your players. Rule two, and then third on that list, third on that list is, yeah, let's let's try to win the game.
1: Exactly. All right, let's start, talk about some players that we're excited to see. We need to start with Mozzie Smith, the Cowboys' yeah. first-round pick at defensive tackle. He confirmed earlier this week that he is going to play in this game. We don't know how much. I've got to assume it's going to be a couple series, probably not too much more than that. Um What are you expecting from him in this game?
0: You know, just I just want to see him get out there and 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 operate the way that he has been in training camp. You know, try to especially against he's going to get an opportunity to go against the the Jacksonville uh, Jaguars first team. I think. Yes, we should should
1: mention uh, Doug Peterson's already confirmed that the starters are going to play multiple series on both sides of the ball. So Cowboys are going to be at a pretty big disadvantage there.
0: Yeah, so the, it'll be a really great, you know. Uh, I think specifically on the defensive side of the ball, it'll be a really great session for to those guys to kind of really get some good work. Uh, and I think that Mozzie's going to get an opportunity to go against the, you know, Jacksonville's first offensive line, which will be a, a great test for him. I think what we're looking for is how's he getting off the ball? Is he, is he able to kind of you know, mix things up in the run game? Is he getting across the line of scrimmage? Is he staying square uh, against double teams? Is he keeping the, the, the linebackers clean? These are all things you know the, that we're going to be looking at in, in a real live game. And how's his tackling? We haven't seen uh, 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 anyone tackle yet. So really that's kind of a universal question is how is the tackling in general for, for players, but uh, for Mozzie especially since you know we have not watched him make a full tackle in a Cowboys uniform.
1: I'm also going to be watching his conditioning, right? Like, can he play seven plays in a row without having having to come off the field? Um, Can he run sideline to sideline? And how does the knee look? Like, is there any concerns at all there? I mean, I'm really excited to see what he looks like in this game.
0: Yeah, I, I think that that's the real thing is that, you know, you're going to see his power out there finally. A defensive tackle, linebacker, running back, these are all positions that, you know, interior offensive line, these are all positions that are kind of hard to judge without full live football so we're going to get a full opportunity to see him do all the things that a defensive tackle nose tackle does in a real game and 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 also take players to the ground which again is a step up from where we've been all right landon who are some of the other players in the
1: defensive
0: line that you're excited to see in this first preseason game I gotta say, a lot of it is defensive tackle base. I mean, I feel like we've seen a lot of these defensive ends in real action before. I know what Fowler looks like. I know what Sam Williams looks like. Though I am excited to see Sam Williams in year two and the kind of improvement. We've seen it on the practice field. Excited to see that in in, in you know, a preseason game as well. But I think for me, you know, the questions I have now, especially especially since these last Few days of practice have been so good for some of these guys. I'm excited to see Quentin Bohana. I'm excited to see what he's able to do because he's really shown us a lot. I I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm excited to see Neville Gallimore. I, no I, I think the last the last two days of practice have been really eye opening, and and I think that uh you know he's really had some good practice. So if if he can kind of show out a little bit against the, the Jacksonville ones, you know maybe we need to kind of put him back into consideration yep. a little bit more um i i think that some of these down roster guys are going to be interesting to see obviously uh you know uh, land is going to be a guy that i want to see i think he might be playing more linebacker at this point now though uh we you know some of these other guys the down roster folks that are going to be su- super interesting uh ben bagadu i think is i can, I can never remember how to say his yeah, name. yeah ba- ba- you know, number I'm 94 second
1: on pick from the colts yep
0: yeah he's you know he's another guy that i'm interested to kind of just see him get out there and mix it up a little bit because he's looked good at camp but again it's 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 been tough to kind of triangulate or or narrow down exactly how good any of these guys are, because you're only seeing them against our guys. So, so seeing them work against another team kind of will help you figure out where exactly they are on the kind of sliding scale of NFL quality.
1: I'm really excited to see Sam Williams, the the first name that you mentioned. We're going to see both starting tackles for Jacksonville Walker little, I believe is starting at left tackle. And then it's Anton Harrison who Jacksonville took in the first round. Just to see how he looks against those guys. I I don't imagine Sam Williams is going to play a lot of snaps in this game because, first of all, he was a little bit banged up. Was it last week, I believe? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But I can't – probably 10 to 12 snaps. I I just want to see him be even more confident as a pass rusher. And uh, Listen, I'm going to mention a couple other guys. Isaiah Land and Tyrus Wheat. Probably both players that are practice squad options for the Cowboys, but – I just want to see how being on an NFL field looks for those two players.
0: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I I, I think we've we've only ever seen those guys against our guys and and yeah. kind of down roster, so it's going to be interesting to see them uh, on, on competition wise. And then, then there's also just you know a ton of other offensive players that obviously we're going to need to get yeah. to as well. Um, but I, I would say just to kind of sum up, finish up with the defense. Uh, some of these linebackers, I mean, again, linebacker is another position that to me really, really is one that you got to watch because we don't get a great examination of how they're playing based on what we see in training camp. So, Guys like late, I mean, Leighton Van Der Esch, I don't know if he'll play, but I, I but would Clark, doubt it. Clark, yeah. if he's in there, you know, just seeing him for a couple of Overshawn reps. for sure. Right? O- Overshawn for sure. And then obviously Cox for sure as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have only seen limited snaps of Cox in the last few years because yeah. of the injury. So, Overshawn and Cox to me are going to be the big headliners. And Devin Harper as well, who's had a really <laughs> good camp as well. Uh, he's going to be another guy that he- we'll see a ton of snaps tonight. And so look out for him. And, uh, and then, you know, we. <laughs> I have to throw his name in here because they keep including him with the first and second defense. Malik Jackson yeah. who is the the the, Malik the Jefferson. Former Texas, Jefferson. Yeah, Malik Jefferson. Jefferson, sorry, Malik Jefferson, the, the former uh, Texas linebacker that kind of bounced around a little bit a uh, highly thought of prospect. He's I mean he's he hasn't really necessarily flashed a ton, but they really like him and they've they've played him in in, in some of the higher ranking uh you know groups. So I would imagine he gets a lot of play out there on Saturday, so look out for him as well. He right? was on the practice
1: squad for most of the year last year, yeah. so the Cowboys clearly like him. He's a fantastic athlete, someone just to kind of keep an eye on in case you know the Cowboys want to move off of Devin Harper or if there's an injury. Malik Jefferson, uh, former, I think a former third round pick, I believe.
0: That sounds uh, right. Yeah. Or second or third. Yeah.
1: yeah. Let's talk about some of the receivers that we are interested in watch uh, to watch in this game next. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It is so easy to create a job post on LinkedIn Jobs. All you have to do, add your job, and then the purple hiring hashtag frame uh, to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses write LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster, Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Lockdown That is LinkedIn.com slash Lockdown NFL to pro- post your job for free. Terms and
3: conditions apply. This Lockdown podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients. Free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homeshef.com slash locked on. That's homeshef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life, homeshef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Welcome back to
1: the Locked On Cowboys Podcast. Every day dayers, we will be back on Monday to break down the Cowboys preseason game. Uh we're gonna have some a little bit of time to watch the film, talk about the biggest winners and losers. So make sure you tune back in on monday Lena, let's talk about jalen tolbert who yeah we we discussed him on last night's podcast if you missed it go check it out it's on youtube uh, jalen tolbert's one of the biggest winners of training camp so far regardless that, of position
0: no. no can he translate it over to the preseason that's the big question right i mean i think at this point you know we we've seen a lot of him in training camp and, and to the point where way more than i actually ever expected to see from him at training camp uh, as we stand uh, and, and I think it's, it's, it's a huge step now to kind of go into this next realm. And this is always the next threshold, right? It's, yeah. it's, we see these guys perform in these first few weeks of training camp, we get excited and then we need to see them take it to a game and and, and do it underneath the lights. And, and and another thing that I forgot to kind of point out at the top as well is that this is a, a good time to find new guys that, you know, are kind of going to start their own drum beats because some of these folks need these games some so of the like, players you
1: know, are just gamers, right? They're not practice the players.
0: Gamers, yeah. and it's a thing. Dak Prescott is, I mean, honestly, one of the best of these. Like where, when, if you remember back when he was first getting started, he was terrible at practice. I mean, I mean trust me, I've seen tons of them. And, and, and he was just not able to hit the broadside of a barn, it felt like, at times. I'm talking about his rookie year before he was a starter, 2016, right? yep. And even his first year as a starter, he was not as good a practice player as he was in the games. But, you know. It, but it I remember his kids. first
1: preseason game against the Rams, which he started,
0: oh, flawless. Yeah. Didn't have a single
1: incompletion. In fact, I think he had, like, one incompletion in his first two games, and there was, like, five touchdowns thrown. He's just one of those guys, you get him under the lights and...
0: Things still can slow down for them. Still one of my favorite all-time football games to go to was that preseason game in LA. It was a lot that's of right. fun. So Anyways. Coliseum, uh, right? Oh yeah. The first game back to the Coliseum first game back for the Rams. It was, the crowd was absolutely electric because Cowboys fans were excited for Dak and Rams fans were excited for just football. So uh, yeah, no, I, I do think that there's something to keep in mind is that there are going to be guys who will show up here that probably didn't show up as much as practice. And I think, The other guy to mention here besides Jalen Tolbert that, you know, needs to kind of take a a very, very successful training camp into a preseason game is Jalen Brooks, right? Mm -hmm. A guy that is – the drumbeat has been just as loud as as it has been for Jalen Tolbert except maybe a rung beneath him, right? Uh, This is a situation where he needs to go out and prove that he can do what he's been doing on the practice field against other competition. He's going to be doing it probably against a rung higher competition than he's used to as far as depth charts goes. So it, this is a lot of opportunity for him to go out and prove that this is not just a fluke, that he deserves to be here. Uh, this is his real big chance to kind of take this drumbeat sound to a, another level and, and really kind of propel his chances to make the 53-man roster. And then on the flip
1: side, Simi Fahoku has not had a strong yeah. training camp. Right? He, he was much better last year in the training camp. But if he has a monster preseason and things just click for him and he's making big plays and he's making yeah. plays after the catch, this race isn't over. Like we, oh. we still have a a whole month before the season begins. We've got like three and a half weeks before cut down day. If Fahoku can have a really strong preseason, if it's not with the Cowboys, it wouldn't be surprised if he makes somebody else's fifty three man roster.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's built up enough goodwill, it feels like, that it's not over for him, that if he can, you know, pr- you know, have a good preseason game, kind of propel himself back into the conversation, it certainly is, there certainly is plenty of time for him to make a move and him to kind of reclaim that four spot if he really shows out. Another guy who I think who needs to have, again, the, the, <laughs> the Jalen Brooks to Jalen Tolbert for Simi Fahoku in this case would be... Uh, a cropper, you know. I think yeah, he's a, a guy that yeah. that really showed some stuff in OTAs, but has been mostly quiet uh, through training camp. So I, I think he's a guy who's a little bit of a down roster guy who needs to show something in these in these preseason games because it's been pretty quiet so sure. far. And if you're an undrafted free agent trying to make the team as a wide receiver, uh, you got to make splash plays and you got to you got to open some eyes. And doing so in a preseason game would be a great way to kind of start that process, even if it is a little bit late into training camp one more wide receiver, then we'll move on. Uh, For me, it's,
1: it's Turpin. It's Cavante Turpin because he's not going to do any special teams in the preseason because they already know, like the Cowboys know they have a pro Bowl returner. Don't expose him to injury. However, he's going to play a lot as a receiver. And I think the Cowboys would love to see him continue to grow as an actual pass catcher because it's just going to make the offense that much more dangerous. I don't expect he's going to play quite as much as some of the other receivers, but he's had a really good camp. Just want to see it continue here on Saturday.
0: Yeah. I mean, after having talked about him for so much, you know, it feels like the last few days I've seen him dropping a couple passes, you know, so he needs to kind of get back on track. Not that he's been bad, because for the for those plays, he's also had some big plays as well. But I would like to see a little bit more consistency as exactly. a receiver kind of going back. And this is an opportunity to show that, right, is truly as a receiver going out, focusing on that aspect, going against another team like we mentioned, it, it just kind of gives you a better – Confidence, if he can go yep. in there and 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 pr- pr- produce against another team and be product like be consistent uh, in in a game uh, that that will give you more hope for a, a role in the regular season where yep. he gets you know five six touches a game.
1: Generally, the talent differential between wide receiver three and like wide receiver six on your roster isn't very great. It's just about the consistency, the day-to-day consistency. Can you run the route the exact same way 10 times in a row? Can you catch it when you're in contested situations? Kevante Turbans is still a pretty raw receiver, right? He just doesn't have a bunch of the production or college production like some of these other guys have. So that's why preseason is really important for him to kind of hone in on his craft.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think it's, it's a big opportunity for him to showcase the other side of his skill set, uh, now that they've kind of said, hey, you don't need to worry about kickoffs and punts. Let's see you solely operate as a receiver in this game. Absolutely. This is a real big chance for him to get a big chunk of, of the playbook kind of guided towards him uh, if he can prove that he can be a reliable weapon.
1: Let's talk about some down roster players that are maybe fighting for spots in the 53-man roster or for some practice squad spots Next. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast. We are previewing the Cowboys' first preseason game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I want to talk about some maybe players that we haven't spent a lot of time on yet. But so, who are some down roster guys that you're just kind of keeping your eye on in this one?
0: Aseem Richards is a guy I definitely go. am going to be watching on. Uh, he's you know someone I've been trying to keep an eye on a little bit uh, in my own videos when I've been recording. I feel like he's done a, a mostly good job. Um, Uh, So he's someone that I feel like he's uh, he was working with the twos yesterday as left guard. Uh, And I think that honestly, I could probably expand that out to a lot of these kind of just down roster interior offensive linemen. I feel like a couple of them started to really come around a little bit. These uh, last practice yesterday and then the day uh, practice before. So, uh, you know, guys like. Brock Hoffman and Farniak and Alec Lindstrom, who I th- I noticed for the first T- time. TJ Bass. Yeah, TJ Bass was who I thought held a better practice the other day. Um, these are all guys that I think that you know we're gonna keep eyes on, especially you know, especially in light of what happened with Juma Doga and and, and yep. not really having a timeline yet of when he's gonna be back. This is a real opportunity if one of these guys can just show you something and, and I have to include him. I don't like it. I don't like the guy, but I have to include him. Josh Ball is another name too that yep. we have to kind of include. That he's clearly been out there with the first team at right guard. I don't know if that actually means anything more than he's getting the first sure. crack at it. But his, uh, you know, his his play has been a little bit better these last few, few few days. I do feel like the offensive line has kind of started to to really get into sync finally. So that's really where I, I I mean, some of the down roster folks that I'm going to be focusing on just because I feel like that's the spot where we have uh, a lot more unknown than we do in a yep. lot of the other kind of positions that we've seen. Uh, uh, speaking of another
1: player that you don't like, but I like a little bit. I'm excited to see Hunter Lipke. I want to see how the <laughs> Cowboys use him. What's his role look like? Are they using him as an actual running back? Is he a mm-hmm. fullback? Are, you, are they using him as an H back? Or here's my suspicion. Maybe we just don't see him a lot in this game. And maybe we don't see him a lot in the preseason. As The Cowboys are – sounds like they're trying to maybe uh, hold the cards a little tight to the vest when it comes to Hunter Lipke, but that's one of the names I'm watching.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously I'm, I'm a fan. This is really rude of you to suggest <laughs> that I don't like a fullback. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised either way, honestly. I, I neither I, would I. I. Because I, I think that there's, there's an argument to be made that there aren't a ton of running backs with Rojo out. Uh, obviously, Pollard's not going to see very many snaps if he sees any at all. There's not going to be a ton of uh, uh, running backs to kind of eat up all the snaps that are required to get through a game. So um, if if they hold Lepke out to kind of be a little bit coy, uh, they're going to give a huge amount of cherries yeah. to the other three running backs. So, uh, you know, it's possible. Maybe what they do is they give Lupke some fourth fourth down running back op- opportunities. Sure. I mean fourth down, fourth quarter, fourth quarter. Uh, uh, yeah. opportunities. Uh, and then maybe before that, he kind of gets rotated in, like on some goal line, I formation stuff, whatever. That, that certainly is possible. I think no matter what, though, we are going to see an extremely healthy dose of Rico Dowdle, of yep. Malik Davis, and of uh, Deuce, Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn. So uh, yep. those guys are definitely going to get a ton of carries. Uh, yeah, it will be interesting to see how they deploy Lefke because I, I do feel like clearly he has a future on the team in some sort. It's interesting to see exactly – how they're trying to manipulate him onto the roster or exactly what the plan is at this point. Uh, To me, he just feels like a guy that's going to be on the practice squad that they pull up several weeks, just depending on
1: the matchup, right? Um, So keep an eye on him. Two more for me. Uh, We mentioned this guy yesterday, John Stevens Jr., a tight end, Mm -hmm. um, super athletic. He's had some good practices. You mentioned yesterday uh, that he was practicing Mm -hmm. with the ones. Um, I I don't want to spend a ton of time on him because we've talked about him a lot. But the, the other one for me is Will Greer. Now, the Cowboys only mm-hmm. have three quarterbacks on their active roster. Dak isn't playing. So that means that I, th- the way that I think it's going to happen, Cooper Rush is probably going to get the first half and Will Greer will get the second half. I just want to see Will Greer go out there and make some plays and, and play loose and have fun because when he's doing that, it's when we get the best best version of him.
0: Yeah, I mean, even last year when he was, you know, really, really struggling through that groin injury – uh you, you saw playmaking ability. You saw a, a guy that could. You felt like at points could push Cooper Rush for that uh, quarterback two spot. Uh, and then it kind of, you know, at the end of the train, out of the end of training camp, kind of fell off for him exactly. a little bit. I think, yeah. I, I think honestly, it, it became too much with that with the injury, and he just it it, it, yeah. was, it was straining too much and pushing too hard. Now he's fully healthy. Um, you know he understands what his role is uh, on the team. Uh, and I think that the great thing about it is that you've got a guy in Will Greer who, you know, if he has a really good camp, maybe he could push a Cooper Rush next year. Maybe he could be the guy that you consider to be the backup next year. But either way, I feel like it's been a really long time. Well, I, I keep saying that, but I guess it's when Dak was a rookie that that the Cowboys had, you know, the kind of quarterback depth that could allow, you know, quality practice reps in in preseason games right like quality reps uh for the down roster guys and because that's the part of the problem is that if you don't have a decent offensive line or a quarterback who can operate the offense then the end of the preseason games are are pointless for everybody right because you you, if you can't run an offense these the receivers can't practice what they need to do the running backs certainly can't you can't judge anything yeah, exactly. It's it's impossible. So having quality quarterback play that far down the roster is valuable simply for the idea that you're keeping the game in a you know recognizable well, form warm. so that you warm. can actually judge the guys that are playing in it. And right? I
1: feel bad for like players like Jalen Reno Cropper and Dontario Drummond, and yeah. I know David Durden isn't playing this week, but those type of those receivers type. that they're only gonna get a couple chances. They're gonna get yeah. one or two and maybe three targets you got to make the most of it. So if it's a third and eight and your number is called, you want the ball to at least be in your vicinity or you want the quarterback to have a chance to deliver the ball. That's what I'm most worried about is how bad is this offensive line going to look by the time we get to the third and fourth quarter because the Cowboys are without most of their starters, right, and you're without Zach Martin and now Chuma is out. Like, Are they just going to be absolutely depleted on the
0: offensive line by the time we get to halftime? I, I what I think is instead gonna happen is that we are going to see a enormous amount of Matt Willetsko. <laughs> like like should. I should be honestly, yeah. we need to. Absolutely. And and he's another guy that we probably should have mentioned here where uh, a guy that we didn't get to see a ton of because of the injury last season was a rookie last year, comes in now and is is uh you know, got some experiences. I think he's had a really good training camp especially good. these last few days has really uh, practiced well so i think that you're going to get the opportunity to see him out there hopefully for a long period of time because as soon as you put in the kind of you know no offense to bostic or, or, Bostick, or some of those other yeah. guys yeah he's still kind of on the learn and still kind of you know on the rise and not quite uh maybe ready for what would likely be the the second team defensive yeah. line for jacksonville so uh, yeah, I, I do agree. that They have to be kind of careful with that offensive line rotation because if you kind of rotate guys out a little too soon, uh, it can disrupt the entire game, and then suddenly you're not eva- able to evaluate anybody because the play is just so bad.
1: All right, that is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Locked on Cowboys your first listen every day. Again, every day, we'll be back on Monday to break down all of the preseason action. Uh, check us out on YouTube. We post shows every single day over there. We are free and available on all podcast platforms. Go follow Layden on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the game, and we'll see you right back here on
2: Monday. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.